Welcome to another episode of the Bearded Bros Podcast. Thought I would go ahead and open a beer while we're doing this intro here. This week, we are going to be doing some new stuff, like trying a michelada. But what I really want to talk to you guys about before we jump into the podcast is the Bearded Bros are teaming up with the official Liverpool Supporters Club of Nashville to raise money for Camp Discovery, a camp for special needs individuals here in Middle Tennessee. We are looking for donations. We're trying to raise enough money to get three campers from low-income families to camp this year. So if you have any interest in helping us out, feel free to email us at beardedbrospodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoy the podcast. As always, check us out on all the socials and cheers. And welcome to another episode of the Bearded Bros Podcast. As always, I'm joined by my two bearded bros, Steve and Charles. Y'all still hate Nazis? See? Hate Nazis. I've decided I don't hate Nazis. What? No, I don't. So, no more than I hate, like, Americans who contribute to a system that exploits other people. Uh, sometimes a perpetrator is just the biggest victim as the victim of their selves are. And I just don't think we can oversimplify it. So, I don't hate Nazis. Wait, so are you saying you don't hate Nazis, or you hate everyone, or you hate America? I feel <laughs> sorry are, those for are your people. Three I feel sorry for people who live unskillfully, and I feel bad for their upbringing and the, the path that led them to the wrong conclusion, or what I believe the wrong conclusion. I don't hate them. You know, there are a lot of Nazis that were grandmas that were supporting their families and contributed to a system and didn't stand up for what was right, and we do the same thing here. We don't stand up for everything that's right. I'm going to wholly disagree with you and state for the record that I fucking hate all Nazis. Well, but I, but I think, but I, yeah, I think Charles is actually kicking us off on a very uh, unpackable and intellectual point that we could probably spend the next three hours talking about. Yeah, we don't have to. And I think at the end, we would probably reach common agreement that we all do hate Nazis, but we also hate, yeah, I don't know, hate such a weird word. Like, isn't hate like an overly simplistic word? Like, you say you hate something, like, you know, Taco Bell, is, but then you also say you hate Nazis. Like, hate's just overly simplistic in my mind. Well, I feel like hatred in the purest term defines my feelings towards Nazis, so... Well, okay, so... But Keith, like, let's say I was Buddhist, right? Like, I would by definition probably not hate anyone, regardless of what they did to me. That doesn't mean I approve of Nazis. Interesting. Well, let's go ahead and move on because this could turn into a three-hour conversation. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Stephen, last week, or actually three weeks ago at this point, 
you made a recommendation that we do micheladas tonight. And so I went and got everything you asked me to get um, as far as like ingredients that were must-haves. I don't think I got any of the maybe ingredients, but I've got everything here. So why don't you walk us through how to make a proper michelada? Well, Keith, that's a tough question or a tough ask because there's there's no one right way to make a proper michelada. You can do it however you want. So I'm going to start you all off with my preferred version. Well, I don't even know if that's the case. I have two favorite versions. There's only one difference between them. And we're going to start with my uh, the first one. Okay. So what I've asked Keith to do is get a glass and fill it with ice. And yes, we're going to pour beer into this. So it's a beer over ice which seems a little weird, but this is more of a cocktail than a beer. And um, all right, so Keith, what I want you to do with that, did you put salt on the rim by any chance? Or I, something I put on the salt rim? in Tajin on. Right, so you can get chili tahine, which is a, a Mexican kind of spice, which is a lime flavored salt and spice mixture, which is delicious. Half of my breakfast involve like fresh cut up fruit and chili tahine and chamoy, which we'll get to later. But anyway, and yogurt, but I'm weird. Um, so you got a, an ice, like a salt rim glass or a chili tahine rim glass. I prefer kosher salt. Um, and then fill it up with ice. You got that? Got it. All right. So what I want you to do now is take your preferred hot sauce. So what hot sauce are you using? I am going to be using my favorite hot sauce, and I do recommend everybody pick this up because it's great on your breakfast tacos. The Cholula Chili Garlic. Unfucking believable Can't find it here in Tennessee after order and on Amazon, but my favorite. Go for it. Okay, so what I want you to do is put as much as you want into your cup. I have pre-made Charles and my glasses, and I put two like spoonfuls. So I popped that weird top off so I could just literally pour it. And I put kind of a good amount. So hopefully Charles likes spicy stuff. I, I mean, used, to be uh, fair, like, you know, I'm not the biggest spicy guy in the world. Yeah, I no, just that's fine. A, yeah. This, the great thing about this, Keith, is you do what you want to do. Okay. I did I did about, probably about a tablespoon, maybe a tablespoon and a half if you're a measuring type person. I think I just of, put two uh, tablespoons in here. <laughs> well, good for you. I used El Tapatio, which is, which is like my second favorite hot sauce. Cholula, regular Cholula is my favorite. Then what I want you to do, Keith, is you need a shitload of lime juice. Like for Charles and my glasses, I did two limes a piece and I used a juicer. So okay. I squeezed two full limes worth of juice into our glasses over the ice and the hot sauce. All right. So I'm so squeezing Keith, limes in here now. Keith is squeezing some limes. It's pretty exciting. Right. Where's your safety goggles? Oh, I could grab them. Jamie's Lots not going to be juice. happy when she gets to the desk on Monday. Yeah, you know, that's okay. All right. So that was half of a lime. Go ahead and... And you can just do one lime if you want. It really doesn't matter, Keith. This is... a. uh this is not science. I'm this just is... going to, I'm also just going to throw some of these lime wedges in there. Is that, that okay? Absolutely. Throw them in there. There we yep. go. All right. All right. Tell me when you're done with lime. I'm done with lime. All right. Now some Worcestershire sauce. Okay. Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce. sauce. Worcestershire sauce. If you're from like Massachusetts or something like that. All right. How much, how much Worcestershire am I putting? In? I did like probably three dad. I'm not really a measuring kind of person. So, you know, you want, you want a bit. Okay. I put, Two I put or three about... dashes. Three and a half. It's not going to hurt you. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, I think that's it. The only other thing... Oh, chili tahini. You have have tahini, right? I do. Right here. I would dump some tahini in that cup. Okay. 
just dash some shit in there. It's going to be good. Like that stuff tastes delicious. It does. I completely okay. agree Now, with the you. only other thing that I added was I had a, uh, like a Thai chili oh, out of my garden that dang. was beautifully red. And I chopped that up and threw it in Charles in my drink. But I don't know. You don't yeah. have to do that. Why the fuck not though? That's kind yeah, of the way I look at it, right? <laughs> okay. So now when you're done, you have, if you look at mine, at this point, because I made it about 10 minutes ago, it looks like he's like... A lot of the ice is melted. My glass is literally half full of all of that delicious, juicy, spicy, salty, you know, mixture. And now I'm going to get a delicious beer. I prefer Modelo, but you can get whatever kind of, you can get, he's got a Tecate. I'm surprised he didn't do a champagne of beers. Doesn't matter. Pour that bad boy in there. Give it a stir. You'll notice that your entire beer does not fit, which is kind of part of the fun. What, what about juice? Well, we haven't got that far yet. Oh, okay. This, so how this, far this should is, I fill this up? Fill it all the way up. You're oh, going to okay. drink it. You're done. This is not work, Keith. This is fun. I even gave us, like, my wife My wife has glass straws. I stole two of them, and I think there's only two left. So she might be, like, hunting for us here in a minute, and they're all going to taste like chili tahini. That's okay. And then, you know, take a sip. I'm still mixing up. I got a fancy bar spoon for this exact occasion very nice i like that a swizzle swizzle spoon and let's see you know what guys it's pretty fucking good isn't it good charles yeah, yeah it's very good speaking of the microphone charles nice and loud delicious so the reason i wanted to do this is charles and i live in texas keith lives in tennessee which is like i don't know is it part of the south yeah like they have yeah. just just the right amount of teeth to be considered part of the South, but they're kind of North. So I don't really know what the weather's like, but it it's, gets hot down it's here. It's 91 right? degrees today right. here. When like, when you mow the lawn or something like that and you're hot and sweaty and you want a beer, like an IPA is not going to really cut it, but a Michelada, like a delicious one. Oh man. Plus this is a Modelo. And you notice how much of your Modelo or Keith, how much of your Tecate is left? Uh, I'd say about, well, I've got a 20 ounce glass, but I'd yeah. say about a third. Right. So you didn't even pour your entire beer in there and you have this delicious drink to consume that you're going to then top off with beer. And, you know, the worst case scenario is it tastes more and more like a delicious Mexican lager, which is not a bad problem to have. And, you know, you have a, a nice, light, refreshing beer to and drink on a hot a, day. There's it's just delicious. a little bit of spice to it. I, I like it. Yeah. Delicious. It'd be the good. Is my favorite part. Yeah. That's good. I, 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 I will admit I was wrong. I just assumed it was Clamato juice and beer. This is way better. So we're going to talk about, I, I actually did the most research I've ever, no, maybe that's not true. I think I did some research for that one esoteric topic about protest music. But that resource was really just me listening to a bunch of bands. So that didn't really count. I actually went on Wikipedia and like looked at the the, the entomology of uh, the word Michelada and what it means. So I'm going to be dropping some hints because we're going to be making another Michelada version in a second or whenever we're ready. So you guys know, like, what does Michelada mean? What do you think? I just assumed it was named after like a woman or something like a Michelle. I think the literal translation is when men drink beer through a straw. <laughs> you're kind of both right. <laughs> so 
there's two different name like origins of the word Michelada. Like they don't really know where it came from. One of them is Keese version, which is there was a bar somewhere in Mexico where someone who I can't remember his last name, but his first name was the Mexican version of Michael, which is like Michelle, right? And he started ordering his beers over ice with lemonade and chili and hot sauce. And so people then started asking for a Michelle's like chilada and chilada means beer. Right. It's, a, it's like a, in certain regions of Mexico, that's 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 a, that's a name for a beer. So they started calling a Michelada. The other version of it is the Chilada means cold beer. And you can break that down phonetically into me, meaning my Chela, which means cold beer. And then I can't remember what the rest of the word was, but like my 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 cold beer with with shit in it or something like yeah. that. But yeah, that's kind of what it means. So like, there's lots of versions with tomato juice. There's lots of versions with all kinds of stuff. The original version may have just been beer and ice and lemonade, you know. And who cares? Because it's fucking great. Yeah, I, I'm. I was really not looking forward to this for the last three weeks, and it's really fucking good. Well, Keith, when we're done with this one, we're going to do the tomato version. So just prepare yourself. I, I have, I, I'm open to it. I Did am. I hear you complaining about V8 juice a second ago? Yeah, I, was so I think it room? tastes like pizza sauce. <laughs> You're crazy. Okay, no, it's all good. It's all good. All right, so I feel like I have uh, actually done more work for this podcast than I ever have before. So I'm going to turn it over to you guys to take us the rest of the way. And we're ready for our next Michelada. I will jump back in. Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest and say that this is the least amount of work I've done for any podcast. So I tried to take the Stephen and Charles method of just like winging it this week. But I do have some... Beer news. Guys, we do have sound effects now. But do you have a glass straw over ice and a beer and a man's drink? I have a swizzle stick. You have that sound effect now. I just made it for you. Hit the record. So our beer news of this week is our friends at both Jackalope and various artists this week have celebrated their 10... 10-year anniversary. That's awesome. Or I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Sorry, I got a call, just got a call from my grandma. So I'm like, that distracted me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm confused. <laughs> so Jackalope is celebrating their 10-year anniversary. Various is celebrating their two-year anniversary. So two big anniversaries here in Nashville this week. To the even anniversaries. Anniversaries are good. And a sense of accomplishment. It is. I think anybody who, you know, can make it past the first few months, that's that's something to be said. You make it a couple years, that's awesome. You make it 10 years, that is, that's something to behold. I had to pour my beer in my glass. Mine was getting spicy. Yeah, it was pretty spicy. We have we have a creeper, by the way. My sister in law is staring at us right now. So if we if we if we look a little awkward, it's because she's just staring at us. But both of her kids were like, "What's a podcast?" And I had to explain it. And my explanation was, "It's kind of like what old white dudes do when they're bored." <laughs> yeah. All right. So, guys, why don't we just go ahead and jump into 
our music segment of the week and let's jump into hey guys want to check out mixtape it's got a bunch of bands you've never heard of before mixtape <laughs> and why don't we go down the list with who put theirs on first so steven you put yours on the pod, pod or on the uh, Spotify list first. So why don't you go ahead and start us off? I did. Let me uh, open up Spotify so I know what the hell I'm talking about here. Give me one second. So Keith, I find that I found this very interesting because I was researching new like albums from 2020 or 2021, and I came across this artist named. Give me one second, Katie Pruitt. Yeah. which I listened to her album that came out and I was like, this girl is freaking amazing. This is yeah. badass. And I was like, what song should I add? And then I added a song and I went and looked and I'm like, Oh look, the song above it is the song that I was making fun of Keith for, for adding a cover <laughs> song. And that was Katie Pruitt. And I noticed you had another one too. Yeah. Um, she's, she's fantastic. Oh, like, she's amazing. I, I don't know who's coming up with the next theme for a mixtape. I hope one of y'all thought about it. I did this one, but I really, really like this. Like this forced me to go look for new people because I made fun of you for adding a cover. So I couldn't add covers. And then <laughs> I also made fun of Charles and said, we can only have one Phoebe Bridger song. So I couldn't just add people that I already knew, but this really made me like find some new bands. And I really enjoyed it. Katie Pruitt is the first, the first one that I added. The entire album, like start to finish, every single song I think is amazing. I would describe her as a female gay version of Jason Isbell. And like the entire album is about her. Like, I'm, an, I'm not going to say, I don't know what it's about. But like when I listen to it, a lot of the songs are about being like good with yourself and like coming out of the closet if you're gay, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and man, it's just so good. And like as a lyricist, she's amazing. It, she has that kind of Jason Isbellish sound where every once in a while, like there's some like Southern rock guitars. So it feels country, but also folky, but also a little Southern rocky. It's just fantastic. So like, I highly recommend this entire album. Like, I, I, I can't get enough of it. I've been listening to it almost on repeat. Um, so that was the first one that I added. And I added Grace Has a Gun, which I think is a really good song, um, which I think is, uh, I don't know why I picked that one, because I probably could have picked any song on that album and been happy with it. I do really um, like that song where she talks about if you piss her off, she'll lay at your chest. Like, yeah, it's just badass. It's just yeah. a good song. But the whole album is amazing. Like I oh, could have picked, picked any any song from that album to add to the playlist. Um, but I was committed to only adding one, you know, one song per artist. Then uh, Haim was my next one. I have such a love-hate relationship with them. This last album actually is making me start to like them. I've never liked anything else they've done. Yeah. They're pretty I mean, poppy. I like them. They're pretty poppy. Yeah. They're pretty poppy. But this this album I really like. Um, my favorite songs from it are the bonus tracks, which kind of is like a moot point, moot term at this point, because... Who actually, unless I buy an album, it's kind of weird. Um, but Summer Girl, and it actually samples. I, I thought it was a cover, so I didn't add it because it sounded familiar to me. But then when I really sat down and listened to it, I was like, 
I don't think this is a cover. Like there's songs called Summer Girl, but it didn't sound like that. But it, so I actually looked it up because I'm thinking where, where have I heard this? It sounds like Lou Reed. Yeah. It's, they sampled, they sampled one of the guitar tracks from Lou Reed. Yeah. Um, But the lyrics are, you know, their own and all that kind of stuff. So, so I really like that album. And then my next song is Anything by Adrian Lenker, who that is the lead singer from Big Thief. Big Thief, which Charles is a big fan of, and I like Big Thief also. Oh, I love Big and Thief. And the, the, the whole album is really good. And she actually did not only this album, but also an instrumental album. And this was basically like her quarantine, yeah. where she recorded these. They didn't Big Thief didn't break up or anything like that. It's just they've been on quarantine. So she, I think she just like went off and kind of housed herself up and made this album an instrumental album and the, the album itself is really good. So it's not just this song, but the entire album I would recommend. She didn't just isolate. She like went up to the woods in the middle of nowhere with like lo-fi equipment. So isolated, probably saw nobody for like months at a time. Yeah, it's, it's good. I highly recommend. Um, and then this next one, I was, I, I don't know, like perfume genius is the name of the band. I really like the song. I want to really like the album and I can, it's, it's a good background album music to me, but it jumps around a little bit in terms of what it sounds like to where this, I don't know if this is an album I would purchase. Let me say it that way. Like if I was going to go buy vinyl, but I really like the song and it's a band that I hadn't really listened to before. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. We have listened to perfume genius. We used to listen to perfume genius in the garage bar. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, cool. yeah. I, I, I rarely pay attention to what people say around me. So <laughs> he's he's gay. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think people forget that people still struggle with that mm-hmm. pretty seriously. And I think a lot of his struggles come out in his music. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's very proudly gay in his music. It's just I think it's really cool. Yeah. And it's really beautiful music. No, I do like it. And, and again, like playing the album, I like listening to it. But it and I guess one of the things I like about it is that it no two songs really sound the same, which is good, but it's not necessarily like all my jam. So yeah. I d- wouldn't necessarily buy the album, yeah. but it's good. I highly recommend people listen to it. Um, my next one and final one is Dawes came out with a new album and I really like it. And Dawes is one of those bands that like, I have to listen to a Dawes song five, six, seven times before I really start liking it. Like I yeah. don't really know exactly why that is because I love them so much. The ones that I've like committed to and started to love. But anyway, so I added St. Augustine at night. It's just a very pretty song. Overall, I like the album and uh, I don't know. I've just grown to like Dawes and I think Dawes is cool because y'all turned me on to them and I actually thought they were super cheesy and hated them until we went to that concert all together. And I will always have this image burned into my mind of <laughs> Keith and Charles with their arms around each other, side by side, swaying back and forth to may all your favorite bands stay together or whatever the lyric is. I don't know. I like it. That's so, what the dogs do to you. Yeah. So that that's it. I, I, I don't know about y'all, but I, 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 I really enjoyed making this mixtape and I think it's pretty good. And I, I haven't listened to... I don't think I got through Keith's songs yet that he recently added, but um, but overall, I think this is a really good mixtape so far, and I'm sure Keith's songs are good, even though I bet half of them are covers because that's kind of no. Like the no well, there is one. There is one cover, but yeah, that, but it's that, it looks like it's Katie Pruitt and it's Ohio, which is a great song. Exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna if we're going with the uh, down the list, it's Charles's turn next. It is indeed. All oh, right. before Charles, before you start, I just want to say 
that evening at the Dawes concert, I, I was just expressing my brotherly love for you. Thanks. He made it weird. Yeah. Keith just made it weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, your arms are around each other. It's not like he was cupping your buttocks or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I have a. Uh, this the band called the Vaccines kind of strikes me at the moment for some reason. I don't know why. Why that would be like <laughs> a band name that would strike me. But they're actually a pretty old band. They're an English band, about 10 mm-hmm. years old. I like them. Um, I was this, excited when I saw that song. Yeah. And I'm also growing my hair out long. And this is one of those songs that's uh, it's a demo. So it's definitely very low-fi. And uh, it's just really good. It's more than the sum of its parts. So uh, just really good lo-fi song. Uh, then I have Left Behind by The Electric Soft Parade. Know nothing about this band. They are English. Uh, very well produced. Um, don't have much else to say about them. Just really good song. Check it out. Uh, then I have Japanese Breakfast. That's the uh, name of a solo artist. Uh, Jamie uh, was, I will tell you, Jamie had never heard that song before last night. And we were listening to, to your picks. Yep. And we're sitting out on the back porch and Jamie just goes, that's Japanese Breakfast. Yeah. Very distinct sound. Mm-hmm. Uh Definitely plays a hard tribute to like late eighties pop mm-hmm. music. Almost sounds like Cindy Lauper or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, it's just really cool. Um, she's uh, from South Korea, so I think she's kind of looking at it from like outside eyes a little bit. I mean, she's American. She grew up in, in the U.S., but uh, I, I think it's kind of cool. Most people wouldn't try to tackle that kind of music, and she does. Um, just really good. Uh, then I have a song by the Dispatch. Which is a really old band. I love the Dispatch. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. I have not seen it on there. And, I uh, do love the Dispatch. I think they'd be like uh, maybe like an acoustic version mm-hmm. of Nine Eleven or something like that. They definitely have like some ska. Uh, I don't know what do you call that kind of music. Just uh, um, Caribbean type music. I don't know what you call that kind yeah. of music. But uh, like a little bit of like swing, but like yeah, but mighty uh, mighty boss tones yeah, type drum, you know. Yeah, my Yeah, it's uh, almost like three eleven, like a more acoustic version of three eleven. Yeah, remember the general? That was that's my favorite dispatch song ever, and uh, it sounds nothing like the rest of their songs. Anyway, yeah. sorry, I'm interrupting. I don't know that song. Um, I'm a huge fan of Guster. Guster is constantly confined. They remind me of Guster. They yeah, compared to Dispatch. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is called Stoned Enough to gather something i can't see what the rest of the song is but stoned uh, enough to gather in the night i love this okay yeah it's really good and i don't think they're playing kettle drums but they perfectly align like the the bass line of of the bass guitar with the drums so it sounds like kettle drums Uh, it's just a really good song it's got a little that funky beat but acoustic sensibility and i just am excited about this too because this is an old band releasing Mm -hmm. new music so yeah and then i think the next band kind of falls along the same aesthetic as uh your dude uh who is that the guy kind of recording in his bedroom uh oh, yeah, I can't remember. Joseph, will joseph cook yeah uh this is a band called ecstasy with two k's and it's just him probably garage band some drum machines and stuff like that and he's just singing about uh what's the name of the song it's called uh i walk this earth by myself and it just has a kind of vibe of like, if you've ever been in, in a city by yourself, just kind of exploring. 
and you feel so connected with everybody and it feels great to be a part of something, but you also feel a little alone too, a little outside mm -hmm. of everything. Um, another song to me, more than some of its parts, like just you put everything, you put everything together. It doesn't seem like it should add up to anything, but it really does. And I love it. I love at the end, it, it like drops down to like half speed or something like that. It's all slowed down and the voice is distorted. I just really love that. I don't know why. I don't know. These all these all these songs have uh, spoken to me, and I've listened to them multiple times. I really can't get enough of them, and that's usually when I know it's a good song. I just can listen to it over and over. That's awesome. Yeah, that's me. So Keith, tell us about your six songs. Okay, yeah, Wait, so, six. Can't do six. I had to throw in that Katie Pruitt song just for good measure. So but I been, talked about it last it. week. I just I had to throw it in for good measure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But. I am excited about the other five songs. So the first song is a new release from Frank Turner that came out this week. And I don't, I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to this song at all. It's kind of a classic Frank Turner punk rock song. Um, but I think you'll enjoy the like lines from the very first verse, which say the first time that the beat drops in the bar, it's going to be biblical. The second that the sing-along starts, it'll be sensational. And then the next verse, he says, I miss the feeling when we close up the gaps between us. It's better than the best benediction, more bracing than bloodlust. Like, it's all about live music. And seeing Frank Turner live is kind of a really cool fucking experience. But, like, the thought of just seeing live music again and being shoulder to shoulder with people at a show that you want to be at gives me goosebumps. I can't wait. Um, so that song really, really spoke to me. It's fucking fantastic. And it's new Frank Turner. I think everybody I do, on this I do like some Frank Turner. So next I have all in it together by Mavis Staples. And what I like, this song is great. It's about racial inequality and she does it with Jeff Tweedy. So it's a really cool song. Really enjoy it. Next, I have Golden Dream by Lydia Hull. Really love her voice. Think it, think she's absolutely amazing. Um, and then I have Long Live the King by Margot Price, which is a new song she recently put out that talks about Elvis, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., and John Lennon. So really cool song to listen to. She calls them out for their faults just as much as you know, all the great things they did. I thought, yeah, why was, is Elvis in there? <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean that. Cause, cause he's the king of rock and roll. Is he though? He, he was the king of appropriating music. Yeah. He appropriated <laughs> a lot of music, <laughs> but I do highly recommend listening. I think it's a great song. Um, then I have <clears throat> Valerie June. Call me a fool. She's a newer artist. She kind of reminds me of a, like a more centered Brittany Howard from Alabama shakes. Like her voice okay. is a little bit higher. It's cleaner. Um, and this song call me a fool. Like it could have been made in like the sixties. It's just, but it's absolutely incredible. I, I fell in love with this on the first time I've heard it. I haven't been able to stop listening to it. I think it's great. And finally, like, like we've already talked about Ohio by Katie Pruitt, like Ohio is just one of my favorite protest songs ever. 
Um, Neil Young did it. It was great. Katie Pruitt did it. And I'm like, I don't know about this, but like she fucking kills that song. So those, those are my songs for the week. As a Ohio boy, so raised in Columbus, Ohio, one of my stepdad's best friends was a National Guardsman at Kent State. Oh, and shit. According to him, to this day, he still does not know if he had rubber bullets in his gun or actual live ammunition. Are you uh, serious? They that's didn't what he know. Says, yeah. yeah, that's what he says. I feel like that's something you would know. I feel like you'd open it up and check. But I don't know. That's what he said. I mean, yeah, you don't just, as somebody that served in the military, you don't just get a gun. You get your gun and then ammunition second. And then hey, I was a kid. That's what he told me. That's what he said. So, you know, but the, yeah, I mean, is this a guy that pulled the trigger? Like, no, he said they were all, yeah, they were all pulling the trigger and nobody knew who had live ammunition and who had rubber bullets. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Ten soldiers. But you'd think the first thing you would do is open up your magazine and check, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I, I have no context for this, so I really don't know. But that's what he said. Hmm. All right, guys. So we're gonna keep this nice and tight. So uh we are going to take a quick break, go make our next or get everything for our next Micheladas. Steven's gonna walk us through a second recipe when we get back from this break. So stay yep. tuned. Right, and welcome back, Stephen. Hey, we Nazis! Out of boy. Are we not at that point yet? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, when we left for break, you were going to break down another Michelada recipe for us. So let's do it. Okay. So this one was exactly the same thing, right? Except add a half a can of your favorite orange flavored beverage. So I prefer spicy V8, the little cans of it. And the reason I prefer that is not necessarily because it tastes better than anything else, but because I like to drink it from breakfast. So like I can have those in my fridge and every once in a while you give them a shake, drink one up. It's healthy. It's good for you. But also if you look at like a lot of people use Clamato or Michelada mixes from the grocery store and all that kind of stuff. And if you actually look at the ingredients, those things are loaded with like sugar and high fructose corn syrup and just all kinds of garbage. And Spicy V8 is basically to vegetables. So I like it. Yeah, don't correct him, Keith. I'm not correcting him. Okay. What would he correct? What did I do wrong? You said orange juice. You did say an or- or your favorite orange. <laughs> I did? That's weird. You did. <laughs> because it's not orange, it's tomato. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, I like tomato juice. So and but and V8 is just just vegetables. So that's that's why I would advocate for it. Okay, so we add but yeah, other than that, it's the exact same thing. So we add half a can of that in, we top it off with some beer, and let's get this up. It's not bad. It's growing on me. I still get the, like, spicy meatball pizza. Keith, I don't know where you're getting your pizza from, but if your pizza sauce tastes like V8, you're getting your pizza from the wrong place. I think it's just a me thing, but I do like it. Now, you had mentioned earlier, like, adding some juice to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you just top it off with a couple ounces of juice? Well, so here's the nice thing about this is you can do whatever the fuck you want because you're a grown man. 
right? So if you want to add some orange juice or some lemonade or all kinds of other things, like chamoy is one of my favorite Mexican condiments and a delicious way to make a michelada or a Bloody Mary is to put a little drizzle of chamoy along the rim and then dip your salt in that and you get this like nice tart kind of sweet and sour kind of gooey stuff on the top. You can do whatever the hell you want. Okay, so you just have a channel the show. This is America. Yeah, I just I I want to make sure that we're doing. You know, we're trying to teach our listeners how to make a michelada, and I don't want anybody to be like, "I'm doing it wrong." You know, with a mint julep, it's very simple. Same with like an old fashioned. You know, it's a simple recipe to follow. This seems like it has uh, some different variations that you can follow. Well, there's you can do whatever the hell you want. I would say that the best things to do are. Lots of lime, hot sauce, ice, which I think most people don't do ice, which I think ice actually makes a really big difference, especially if you're at a barbecue or doing this outside. And like, yeah, that's really it. Like then whatever the hell else you want to add, add it. It's delicious. So I'm going to be honest, just added two ounces of orange juice to it. (laughs) This may be one of my favorite drinks. Yeah, that's good. And this isn't like new. I mean... Look at Rattlers, look at Shandies, look at, like, all over the world, people mixing shit with beer. And, you know, to water it down a little bit, make it a little more refreshing, a little spicier, a little more tart, whatever. And if you live in the South, spicy stuff actually cools you off. It's refreshing and makes you sweat a little bit, which is is, is cooling in, in a weird kind of, you know... And I like tomato juice, so why not? I can't tell if, if Keith just took another sip or to actually spit it back out into his glass. I, I got a piece of ice in my mouth. Oh. Keith, do you like Bloody Marys? Not usually, but occasionally. Yeah. See, I really like Bloody Marys, but I think I like a good Michelada better than a Bloody Mary. Because usually yeah, people go over the top of Bloody Marys. It's too I definitely tomato-y. like this better than a Bloody Mary. So, I Stephen, good call. I can't yeah. wait to get through this and talk about an actual beer at some point. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, just call. remember, you don't have to do tomato. So you're kind of doing just like a watered down, more refreshing slash spicy beer for your next barbecue. And that's it's that's a great thing. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. The tomato, I love the tomato. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the tomato's good. I, 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 I love the smell. I like the last yeah. one a lot. Mm-hmm. This is way better. Yeah, Charles, don't speak for me because I was going to say, like, I kind of like the tomato in it more than the last one. I I think they're they're different. I think I could drink you both you of them. You can't say it. You can't say it. I I really this, liked the first one. Yeah, I really did. I mean, for me, it's the tomato. I, I love the tomato. I go back and forth. I don't know which one I like better. I like them both. Yeah. I mean, I I like them both as well. I I mean, I bought an eight or Jamie bought an eight pack of V eight spicy today, so I will be having several more of mm-hmm. these. You could just also drink the V8 spicy. It's so good, Keith. <laughs> just chug it in the morning. That and a cup of coffee is a great breakfast. Maybe a piece of toast. You're good to go. Nah, that's too much. T- too many carbs. Well, I'm a diabetic, well, the toast man. Or the tomato. Well, like <laughs> fucking don't you eat the toast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> eat a block of cheese or something. I don't know. Whatever you guys do. So. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and move into our next segment of the week. And you you could do like pickles and all kinds of shit, but then you start getting a little too complicated. It's supposed to be easy. Sorry, go ahead. It's whatever you want. Sorry, Keith. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. No, you're fine. What were you saying about pickles? 
Well, I mean, you could throw all kinds of shit in here, like pickles of some sort, olives. Like, doesn't that just become a Bloody Mary at that point? Sort of. Well, that's basically what it is. It's like a, it's a sour, tart, salty, cool, refreshing, spicy drink. Which the exact same flavor profiles of your Bloody Mary are what you're going for with this. I just think gotcha. this is a better version. I think this is better than a Bloody Mary, and I no, really I love agree. Bloody Marys. I mean, I could definitely see me having one of these Sunday morning when we're mm-hmm. doing our tailgate at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. This this would be a nice, refreshing way to start the day. Well, and you also, if you really think about it, if you pack it with ice, your, your cup, you get two drinks and it's one beer. That's true. So if you're if you're going to something where it's going to be a long day, you know, you kind of want to pace yourself and that's a good way to do it. And, and it's also a light is, beer. Fuck's sake, is Sunday going to be a long day? We have a tailgate. We have the Liverpool match. We have our annual general meeting. And then we're going to go see Nashville SC play Austin FC on Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's the Sunday. Yeah. So we're just, it's okay. We were just saying, like, when does Austin play this weekend? I guess they're playing in Nashville. Sunday at 8 o'clock. Good and luck. You're going I down, actually buddy. have I have another friend, Stephen, from Austin, who's actually coming into town to go to the match. So, Oh, you've been replaced. I have been replaced. <laughs> He's also a Liverpool supporter, so. And we, as of Sunday, we will share the same title with our Liverpool groups, El Presidente. I feel like this podcast has devolved into like a phone call with my grandma. Like we're just, (laughs) we're not really talking about anything that anyone would find interesting other than us. Keep finding it interesting. Yeah, I guess so. Whatever. All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and move into our next segment of the week, which is, of course... Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Chats with Entertainment. Or entertainment, yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. So, Charles, what's your entertainment for this week? I guess it's off-brand comics. So, I really was digging the, uh, the Invincible series. Really good. Uh, oh, Invincible so good, and Irredeemable is even better. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but uh, I, I like how it just starts out clean, cut cartoon, very wholesome, and then like there's guts everywhere and stuff. I really like the villain. Uh, it's so good. Watch it. I'm it's good. Say a lot yeah. I also watched another one called uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Is that good? I haven't watched that yet. I, I really liked it. I don't know if everybody's going to like it. It's the live action. It, that's like live action. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's uh, you know... It's a superhero group. Um, one of the superheroes is way more powerful than the rest, and he's kind of getting old, and he's got a kid that really isn't living up to his expectations. And I, I just, I really dug it. I, I like the or it's an origin story. I like the way they came about. I like uh, some of the plot twists. Nothing like exceptional, but I, I really liked it a lot. Off-brand comics. Yeah. Nice. I like that. So, Charles, I thought you were actually talking about comic books. Irredeemable is not a show, um, but it is, a. I guess it can be put together as a graphic novel now. But I think it was like eight issues. Um, but it's kind of like, what if Superman went bad? Like, well, what if he just... Invincible. Yeah, it's like Red Sun or... Superman Red Sun, right? Well, no, that's if it's yeah. if Superman landed in the USSR. Well, there's yeah, this also is, like Bizarro Superman. Or yeah, this, oh, yeah, this is more along the lines of Superman loses his mind. 
and just decides that he can't listen to people anymore and just goes on like a killing spree. It's fucking incredible. Probably my favorite comic book series I've ever read. And I think it's done by Boom. Uh, 100% I highly recommend it. Cool. Um, the Invincible is kind of like, uh, what's the like the most advanced civilization, what are they called? The ones that capture all their sons and stuff like that. The Yales? No. Oh. So they capture their sons. What are you talking about? This is like a, in, a, in a comic book world no, or this like is, in reality? This is like like, when people talk about civilizations, they say we're a something civilization and there's one that's way better than us. Basically, they would look at us like ants. So, what if a Superman came to our planet yeah. and kind of looked at us like ants? And mm-hmm. that's what Invincible is. So, Invincible is a series done by the same writers that did Irredeemable. Okay, well, Both of them are from Dark Horse. Oh, is it Dark Horse? Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure they're done by the same people. Maybe. They start with the same letter. Yeah. So, Stephen, what's your entertainment? <laughs> we're, we're giving such, like, yeah, yeah, we're comic book fans. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I... I, I, I do. There, there are some good comic books yeah. out there. Like, no, a couple no. years ago, I started reading Fables. Have you guys read Fables? I've no. Heard a lot about it. So... It's really long, and I think I read like the original kind of story arc, which I don't know how long it went for, but felt like a long time. But it was it was brilliant, and it, that was like uh, basically imagine all of like the storybook characters were real, right? And some evil person took over storybook land, so they all had to like move to the real world to hide, and so like they're hiding among us. It, it was awesome. So like Cinderella's like a spy, and. She's super slutty too, which is cool. Anyway, I don't know. This is good. So like Fables is really good. Um, Last Man is also good. And I think they're making a TV show out of that. That was also like kind of a um, third party comic, which I would attribute anything that's not DC or Marvel, you know, into that group. Like Dark Horse is a big one, but um, Last Man, it was, it was, I think it's called Why Last Man, like the letter Y. Um, but they're making a TV show about that. That's really good. Cool. Yeah. If, if you want to read some comments, but Invincible is a TV show. That's good. I like it. All right. Is so my turn? So, Sorry, I started talking without. No, you're really fine. What's your entertainment for the week? So I've been watching old movies. And so I kind of rediscovered John Carpenter, the director. And I think I'm going to go on like a John Carpenter binge, like maybe one movie a week or something like that. And if you're not familiar with John Carpenter, he did The Thing, which that's probably what I'll talk about tonight. But he also did like Escape from New York. He did um, like vampire, like a couple vampire movies. He did Big Trouble in Little China, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Like, I don't know. This guy's awesome. But I rewatched The Thing. And if you haven't watched The Thing in a long time, I highly recommend it. It's You have to put yourself back in time a little bit, right? Because it was a little dated. But if you think about the time when it came out, and the themes they deal with and how many movies have come out since then that have dealt with that similar theme of like there's some kind of evil thing or alien or bad guy or whatever and you can't tell who it is it could be any of us that kind of stuff it was just brilliant and i still argue that that has the best ending of any movie that i mean I don't know. Like, I think you guys should watch it. We should talk about it. But I love the ending of that movie. I think 99% of people would say it was, like, extremely unsatisfactory. And, like, wait, it's over? But I love the ending of that movie. Because I think it fits with the whole theme entirely. So I'm going to go on a John Carpenter binge watch. 
And, you know, why not? Old movies, like, relive your blockbuster days when you could watch some scary shit with some bad CGI. And John Carpenter also kind of, like, pioneered the... Well, he did Halloween, too, didn't he? I think he did Halloween. But, like, he pioneered the the camera angle from the villain's kind of lens, right? So, like, you're, like, walking down a corridor and the camera's moving with you. And, I don't know, it's just awesome. John Carpenter, go for it. Awesome. So I feel like such a luster to have a straw. I'm gonna get real close to the microphone here. Got a straw. That's good radio. So my I feel like he just judged me. He just judged me. He judged. I'm not judging you at all. You totally judge me with your mustache. Speaking (laughs) of that, Keith, when are we gonna talk about Bearded Bros podcast? You don't have a beard anymore. I have a stash. All right. I guess it counts. Should count. I mean, I did. I, I shaved this morning, but I already still got some beard coming back. I don't know. Yeah, for the audience, <laughs> Keith just took his shirt off. Anyway, go ahead, Keith. Your turn. <laughs> All right. So my entertainment this week is, you know, that people are getting vaccinated, right? So what? Like, we get, you mean microchip and shit? Yeah. yeah. Like my five G coverage just went straight through yeah. the fucking. My room. phone does work a lot better now that yeah, I have my second amazing. dose. Um, and I did notice that, like, when Bill Gates announced that he was getting divorced, Jamie's arm started dinging. I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Um, but with people getting vaccinated, I went to a party. And I don't mean, like, three or four people. I went to a party where they smoked two briskets. We had a shit ton of beer. We, like, gathered together. And I will. I didn't know 90% of these people when I got there. Let me rephrase that. I didn't know 98% of the people when we got there, but I had a great time. Did you wear a condom? Um, why would I need to wear a condom, Steve? He's vaccinated. No, it's true. He's vaccinated. <laughs> so, but just getting out and like <laughs> talking like the to- worst podcast ever. <laughs> it might not be. I always think they yeah, are. Maybe they may be right. Go ahead. Keep but, them sorry. But getting they out and talking right. to people that you've never met before and actually having conversations and seeing their faces, like it's fucking amazing. So my entertainment of this week is if you can find a party and you're vaccinated and everybody's vaccinated, go be with each other again. Like go have those conversations. Go have fun. It's great. It is pretty nice to be vaccinated. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So, but but wear a condom. Yes, wear wear a condom if you're going to have adult fun. Yeah, remember that Saturday Night Live sketch where they had like body condoms, like they wore condoms over their entire bodies. <laughs> that was probably like 20 years ago. Keith was probably in, in diapers at that point, but yeah. I I hate to break this to you. 20 years ago, I was 19. Damn, you're old. <laughs> kind of embarrassing. I still wearing diapers. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. So why don't we go ahead and jump into our esoteric topic of the night? <laughs> I'm curious to know. Yeah, what is this? Were we supposed to do some homework? Nope. How am I drunk off of these Mandela's? Yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. I think it's it's the chili peppers. That's what I'm going to say. It feels like it's like coating my tongue and it's making me sound all weird. That's what it is. (laughs) So, So tonight's esoteric topic is actually pretty simple. And that is, we're going to talk about some of our favorite drinks to have when you're out and about. And like come up with a few different options for people and talk about why you love having them in either a bar setting, at a party, <laughs> at home. So I feel like he just you know, he's he's yeah. making this up as he goes. Yeah. When you're out on the back, Charles, when you're out on the weekend, 
What are you going to have for a drink? You know, I like to have a... Charles is like eight feet away from the microphone. So if no, the audience not, can't... No, I just like to have a vodka neat, you know? A vodka neat? No, yeah, it's kind of like a triple. A triple yeah. vodka neat? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to go into a bar and say, i just like a triple vodka neat, please. $36? Yeah, that's a good idea. No, so, okay, Keith, for real, like just drinks? Like what do yeah. we like to drink? Yeah. Like, so cocktails. I mean, we're, we're going cocktails. Yeah, we're going cocktails right? on this because everybody knows we like to drink beer. So what we like to make at home or what we drink when we go out? I, I think a little of both. Okay. So I'll start Sorry. us off. when Mine's, like, yeah, go ahead, Keith. Sorry. One of my favorite drinks, and sometimes I get it when I go out, I make it a lot at home. Simple old fashioned. But like I do something a little bit different. I use peach bitters in mine. Gives it a little bit more of a fruity note to it. I really like it. I do like an old fashioned. I, I'm, I, I'm more partial to a Manhattan than an old fashioned. So when I go out, I will generally... What do I usually order when I go out? Honestly, it depends where I'm going. A lot of times I'll get a beer because I've noticed that lately bar prices are like creeping up at like 14, 15 bucks a drink if you get an actual mixed drink. Yeah. Whereas a beer is still like six, seven bucks. Yeah. But um but yeah, I'll get a I'll get a Manhattan. And I like Manhattans. Um that's that's probably my favorite mixed drink. When I make them at home, I tend to do it a little different, and it's basically bourbon. There's no sweet vermouth because I don't see the point of purchasing it. <laughs> so it's it's a little bit of bitters, and I have either Angostura bitters or I also have like kind of a variety that I've bought over the you know over the years um, that I'll throw in there with like half an orange that I don't necessarily squeeze, but throw an orange, like I'll peel it and put the little pieces of like clementine oranges in there, mix it up with some ice. That's, that's my favorite drink. Steven, that's an old fashioned minus the simple syrup. Or it's a uh, Manhattan minus the uh, sweet vermouth. I've never put orange in my Manhattans. Well, no, but it's, it's a, it's bourbon, Keith. Like it's You're bourbon. If, if you want to make it Manhattan, <laughs> you take bourbon and you put sweet vermouth in it. If you right. want to make it old fashioned, you take bourbon and put simple syrup in it. And it's the the rest is just garnish. So basically, I'm garnishing it with oranges. And to be honest, if you have frozen peaches, like you buy a bag of frozen peaches, put like a frozen peach in there with some bourbon. Man, that's good. That peach tastes delicious when you're done with that drink. I'm gonna try that. That's a great yeah, that's idea. Good. But you know, I like bourbon. I'm a bourbon fan. Yeah, I like yeah. bourbon as well. We went through like three bottles at the when we had our Kentucky Derby party. We went through three bottles of bourbon. You don't know what we're talking about. What do you? No, I pay somebody to make that shit for me. I don't have to know what's in it. (laughs) Well, what do you order though? Like when you go out, what do you? Yeah, I like an old fashioned. I mean, when I thought of the old fashioned, I get nostalgic and think about uh, Keith Sticker party. Where was that? Keith Sticker party. Yeah. Oh, the Whistler. The Whistler. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and just how beautiful it was when they'd make it and they'd like rub the, the orange around mm-hmm. the rim and stuff like that. And the giant ice cubes that were crystal clear. Um, that, was, that was a fun drink to order. Yeah. I like a good margarita. Mm-hmm. What's that happen? Like tequila? Triple sec? You don't know how to make a margarita? <laughs> they make it it's, it's tequila and usually triple sec or some kind of orange liqueur and a bunch of shit little lime and some simple syrup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, mojitos are good. Yeah. Um, I like a good G and T. What's that? Gin, gin and tonic. tonic. Oh, yeah, gin. oh yeah. I'm, I'm a gin and tonic fan. I never order those because they're so easy to make that I just make it myself. That's why. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> you can make it yourself too. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, what else? So like, I like a good mojito. 
I don't know if I've had a good mojito. Really? Well, because mojitos are kind of a... Cuban. I'm going to show my age, but like kind of a new thing. Like the past like five, ten years. Are they? I mean, when no. I was a bartender, it's been a long time since I was a bartender. Nobody was ordering mojitos really? 20 years ago. Really? No. Okay. Um, I've been drinking them for 20 years. Well, that's good, Keith, but what does that have to do with anything? Well, <laughs> like Keith was doing it before it was cool. You've been drinking mojitos for 20 years? Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. You live in Nashville, though. They had that shit like when you were six. <laughs> before Cuba was a country, Nashville was drinking mojitos. Mint wasn't invented yet. I like a good tempranillo. Oh, like wine? Yeah. yeah. That is true. I do like wine, but I never, I almost never order wine when I go out like to a bar. No. I'll get wine with dinner. Or something. But it's just crazy how expensive it is. Like the markup is bananas. I sound like a cheap bastard. No, the markup is ridiculous. It's like over 200%. Yeah. You can you can go out and get like a really good bottle of wine for like 30 or 40 bucks and or pay $15 a glass or 20, yeah. you know what I mean? Like for that same bottle. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the biggest markups at bars. Like the same bottle you can buy at Specs for 20 bucks. Is a hundred and twenty bucks right. at the bar? Yeah, it's not even really like anything special. It's no, like it's just Columbia something to or something. Or it's yeah, just it's something just, to impress yeah. your date that you bought this bottle of wine. There's a you know when we go to the Barrow, Tracy orders wine and she gets that verde. And she loves it, mm-hmm. and then she like looked up the price and now she feels <laughs> yeah bad ordering it. Well, she it's only like yeah. four dollars or something like that. But she realizes she could have so many more glasses if she just well yeah they probably they probably charge like six bucks a glass and it's probably nine bucks a bottle. Yeah, yeah. So this is our esoteric topic, huh? dude. This is the worst podcast ever. Like yeah. I feel like there's so much dead space and there's so much of like like Charles and I just being like, hey, can we play rock paper scissors or something. Like what's going on? Well, guys, oh, um, he's got a beer. Oh, I am getting a now beer. The podcast is kicking off. So, I had I had to have a beer because we are the Bearded Bros podcast, right? So we have to. Review well, I thought it was because we had beards. Also, we we have been drinking beer. That's true, but we have not done a single beer review this week. Modelo tastes delicious with some hot sauce. In it. <laughs> it also <laughs> tastes delicious by itself. Yeah, it does. It's good. So I'm going to open up this beer. The easiest Michelada is you crack open a Modelo, you throw a lime in it, and get one of those fucking little things of beer salt from the gas station, pour that in there. That's also fucking delicious. That's pretty good. So this is Sex Eagle. No, no. So this is Lovebird, which we've talked about from Jackalope, and I wanted to review one of their beers since it is their 10-year anniversary tomorrow, which when this podcast comes out, it was either like a day or two away. Yes, Stephen, what would you like to say? Stephen, you're muted. I just noticed that I could raise my hand with this cool app that we're using to record this podcast, so I thought I'd try it. <laughs> i put my hand down. Oh, it's back up. <laughs> Stephen, can I help you? Now that you're good, go ahead, go ahead, Keith. Talk about your sex eagle. Okay, so with Jackalope's 10 year <laughs> anniversary, this is Lovebird, right? It's a wheat beer brewed with strawberries and raspberries, except they doubled the raspberries and strawberries. So that's the color of it, which for our listeners looks a lot like Lovebird, but just a little bit darker. I have my hand up again, Keith. Yes, Stephen. Is it called Lovebird or Sex Eagle? 
This is sex eagle. It's okay, the, I was going to make sure that I didn't just make that up when I said that a second ago, because then you call it lovebird, and sex eagle well, would be a weird thing we're going to make up. It is a lovebird with extra fruit, but that's the that's, cool. that's the can, sex eagle. Let's see. There we go. Cu- couple of eagles, it looks like, getting it on on the front of it. Now, the thing is, this is only 4.5%, which is funny because the last beer I made using berries and strawberries came out at exactly 4.5%. Was there any bird sex involved with your beer? Not bird sex. Why do you keep muting yourself? Yeah, I don't really know how birds have sex. What would you ask this, Keith? Why do you keep muting yourself? Because there's we have house guests and there's like kids running around. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's part of the podcast. plus. We're making fun of birds and having sex, and you talking about beer, and we're just drinking Michelas. Yeah. This is really fucking good. It's better than Lovebird. Um, I, I I'm not usually a fruit beer guy, but I had to make one recently. Wait, and... Keith just said he's not usually a fruit beer guy. He's yeah. been talking about blueberry bullshit and beer for like the past 25 years. That's true. Sweetwater Blue, yeah, I, fair point. It's good. had like a red beer. Yeah, he always has freaking fruity cobbler beers and shit like that. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're not a fruit beer guy. You are the fruit beer guy. I'm going to give this. <laughs> he's ignoring us. Am I still muted? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'll raise my hand. See if that works. I'm going to give this four out of four spots in the Champions League that the Premier League are going to give, which one of them is going to be to Liverpool Sunday. This fucking guy. Yeah. Also, also, you realize how he snubbed the Micheladas? We didn't rate. Michelotis. Yeah, we apparently Micheladas don't get a rating. No, nope. I'm gonna give. Oh, we Mich- should. I'm gonna we no, 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 the no, 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 Two out of three amigos from Three Amigos, which has a Mexican oh. theme and also an '80s movie theme, which is awesome. And guess which amigo isn't involved in the two out of three? Hmm. hmm. I wonder which amigo it could be. Two out of three amigos for me. What do you think, Charles? Well, we are the beard bros, and two out of three of us are bearded. That's true. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that just kind of organically fell together. Yeah. We're not as drunk as we thought. We just came up with that on the spot. Yep. I mean, I finished my Michelada. What more do you want from me? You just, didn't rate just, it. Just keep fucking your birds or whatever you're doing with your <laughs> your, your drink. You know what? I, I would like to rate my Michelada, though. Go for it. I'm going to give my Michelada, the first Michelada, I'm going to give, ooh, I didn't think about ratings, actually. Um, <laughs> Welcome to our world. <laughs> I, I am going to give it six out of seven things. What is things? It? He said things. He, well, he said things, but I think he's from Tennessee, so things. <laughs> yeah, objects. And then here's here's what's going to surprise you. My second Michelada. I'm going to give it twelve out of twelve feet of the perfect surfing swell because it's summer and i wish that i was surfing so i think keith liked the tomato version better than the original i did i I, that's that's nice i like that it was really good really really good so steven well done good pull on this um so what we do need to decide before we wrap this up 
What's our theme going to be for music over the next two podcasts? Do y'all have one already decided? I mean, I can come up with one on the fly. I, I've thought of a couple, but... What? I think it's my turn. Yeah, it's Charles' turn. You guys, All right, yeah, Charles. It's Charles' turn. He's going to go Let's go. He's going to go weird. It's not that weird. He's going to go weird. <laughs> it's going to be really weird. Your favorite pop songs. Pop songs. How do you... What, what qualifies as a pop song? You decide. Pop songs. Okay. I like that. So pop is just popular music. Pop. Pop, to me, is a genre of music. I don't think it has to do with popularity. It's a style. So if you go back in time... It would be pop at the time. It could be. I mean, I mean, you you define it however you want. If you want to define it as popular music, you can, or you can define it as like poppy music. This is gonna fuck up Keith with his like weird Nashville. Like, I make mean, it so he yeah. so pull that off. He do some Sturgill or is that pop? It's pretty poppy. I mean, uh, you're opening the door too wide. I think you had to close. The door no, Sturgill is not pop music. Okay, I think it is, but. I mean, that's that's the cool thing about But Keith it. is going to be like, well, anything that came out of Nashville is not pop. I mean, I expect at least two John Prine songs. <laughs> <laughs> and four covers. Yeah, I, it's all good. Yeah, I have promised to include a John Prine song in every playlist that we do. Doesn't matter if he has to shove that square peg in the round hole. Well, that the song that he did at his wedding, I bet, would be a pop song. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it, that's not a criticism. You know what I mean? Like, I think yeah. that yeah, that would probably qualify as like a pop country song, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, know. I don't know about enough about country music to know. But that's the thing. I don't. I'm not really defining it for you guys. You get to define it for yourselves. Interesting. This could be fun. This is going to be fun. I think it'll also define our ages, like our age differences, Maybe. because we have we have different pop songs that. Yeah, that's true. I might have to think about this. This might. This is good. Good job, Charles. I like Thanks. this. this is gonna yeah, be I like it a lot. Good. It's gonna be Let's fun. Go there. Only one of us can put Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, I was not even thinking that song. So it's only weird. one of us can put v- Millie Vanilli. Not, not thinking of that either. Of those. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. only one of us. Well, can okay. Put... Are we gonna do? Uh, what about drinks next time? Are we gonna do a? We had talked about doing mixed beers, like black and tan type stuff. Or are we just gonna do beers? We can he, take a we can take a break from that. the themes. It's up to y'all. I think next next podcast we do beers, and then the following podcast we can do another mixed drink. Yeah, okay, works for me. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a beer mixed drink, correct? Uh, It doesn't have to be, but we'll be even more fucked up than usual if we drink liquor. I'm okay with that. Once again, we're into the zone of the podcast where this is really bad radio. Because we're like, hey guys, what are you doing tomorrow? Yeah, we should cut this. Yeah, yeah. He should edit. Keith, have you learned to edit yet? Uh, I quit editing. Yeah. Like, I'll yeah. knock out 20 minutes from Just where we took a break. And... This entire podcast at like 1.5 speed, and I think it'll probably be fine. <laughs> yeah. If you're like, fish a ladders, let's do it. <laughs> I want to make a Speedy Gonzalez joke, but that's probably racist. No, they, like, I don't think Speedy Gonzalez is racist. I think he's like actually really popular in the Mexican community. Anyway, go for it. Keith, do your thing. What What am I supposed to do? End of this shit. Like, oh, okay. So, Steven, what's your tagline for the week? <laughs> Keith, you sort of edit podcasts. No, I don't know. Fucking drink a delicious cold beer with some friends, get vaccinated, and take off your mask. I like it. Charles. Love is more important than hate. I like that too. I like that as well. And as always, if you change your community, you can change the world. Cheers, everybody. Adios. Peace out.
We hope you enjoyed the worst podcast ever. And as always, thanks for listening. Check us out on all the socials. And remember, reach out to beardedbrospodcast at gmail.com if you're interested in making any kind of donations to help us out with our fundraiser for Camp Discovery. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Cheers.